Welcome to Family is the Answer, an adoption and foster care podcast. I'm Karina Kuna-Henson, Managing Director for Rohe Foundation. Together with Podcast Network Asia, we're here to share resources to inform you and stories to inspire you about adoption and foster care. Hope you enjoy listening. Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. My name is Krina, and I want to welcome you back to another year of the Family is the Answer podcast. So glad that you are joining us again. We have some really big news. We closed off 2021 with some really big news. And that's why we wanted to take this time to share this with you and to invite you to listen in to our night of gratitude that happened just last January 29th um, of this year. It was a live streamed celebration on our Facebook page and our YouTube channel where we gathered members of the foster care and adoption community to pray with us, um, to just stir our hearts, to be reminded of what God's heart is for the orphan crisis, what the needs are, what are some of the things we should be praying for and how we can stand with you know, families that are currently adopting or fostering and even the children's homes that are looking after vulnerable children. So we thought it would be just a really powerful time of praying together, um, of being reminded of God's heart for the orphan. And we just really wanted to take the time to just gather in Thanksgiving for the miracle of the issuance of our child placement agency license. We were issued that license in late 2021, we were so excited about it and we thought the only appropriate way to launch the Child Placement Agency is to hold a night of gratitude, just a time of prayer and thanksgiving with a larger community that has been standing with us on this journey. So you're going to be hearing that in just a little bit. The whole event was hosted by our manager for partnerships, Esther Susan. It also includes a short message from me about justice, some of the things that's been on my heart around the issues surrounding the orphan crisis in our nation and some some announcements, some personal announcements about my own adoption journey with my daughter, as well as announcements about from Rohe Foundation side and on a national level here in the Philippines, some of the changes that are happening to our adoption and foster care system. Then we deep dive into a time of prayer with Pastor Fidel and Sonja Kakilala of Victory Church Paranaque. Pastor James and Isa Tika of International Bible Church Mandaluyong, Pastor Edre and Ten Kanda of Victory Church Las Piñas, Milan Papidopoulos of Philippines Without Orphans, Pastor Joe Kaipang of Saddleback Church Santa Rosa, Rachel Escusar of Every Nation Campus, and Pastor Kathy Quezon of Cornerstone Community Church. So it's a combination of members of our community who are advocates, who are adoptive parents, um, pastors, church leaders, and just people who share the same passion, the same heart to responding to the orphan crisis as a community. And so it was just a really powerful time. I'm very excited for you to just be able to listen in. Um, Hopefully it would trigger you and help you identify some of the ways that you can be praying with us and praying about your personal response to the orphan crisis. So I really hope you enjoy this time. We're going to go right into it. This is a recording from 
our Night of Gratitude 2022. Hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. Uh, we're so happy that you're here with us tonight at this Night of Gratitude. I'm Esther, Manager for Partnerships, but tonight I'm privileged to be your host as we give thanks together as a community uh, for so many blessings that we've received. So we know that without you, we wouldn't have been able to accomplish all that we've been able to do. We wanted to give this night to you, not as an organization, but as all of us together in the community. So much happened at the end of last year. You may have heard some of them, you may not have heard others, but we didn't want to just rush into it and continue without a night where we could give thanks with all of you. One of the biggest and most miraculous things that happened last year was that we received our child placement agency license. It means that not only can we do orphan prevention and advocate for adoption, which we've been doing with you all, but now we can join the other organizations who are on the front lines of making sure that every orphaned and abandoned child is welcomed into a family. And to share a quick message for our Night of Gratitude, I want to introduce Krina, our Managing Director for Rohe Foundation and someone who personally inspires me every day with her heart and vision and just drive to end this orphan crisis with all of you. So let's listen to this message. Hi, good evening, everybody. My name is Krina Kuna Henson, and I'm with Rohe Foundation. We were thinking about, as a team, our staff, we were thinking about how best to celebrate everything that's happened in the last year. I know that 2021 was a difficult year for some of us. I know that uh, for some of us, it was a great year. Um, for us in particular, there were just a lot of milestones. I look back on the last year, and it was quite remarkable for me as a mother. My daughter, Chloe, whose adoption process has been ongoing for several years now, we finally received our, our certificate of consent to adopt, which basically meant that we completed the administrative process of adoption with her. I can't even begin to tell you how overjoyed we were. Um, it was really a cause for celebration. We couldn't have asked for a better Christmas gift, really. And then for Rohe Foundation, we definitely had a lot to celebrate. On November 15th of last year, we were granted our license to operate as a child placement agency. I can't begin to tell you how huge that was, that we would be granted our license to operate as a child placing agency just before our fourth anniversary. You know, we entered 2021 having just started the application process, and we knew that was a long-term goal for us. We knew that on top of advocating for families to consider adoption and foster care, on top of serving pregnant women in crisis and fighting for family preservation, we knew we also wanted to be able to carry the load of seeing more adoptions and more foster licenses issued in the Philippines. And so we had started that journey in 2021, but we never would have expected that we would be granted our license um, just before the year ended. We know it's only by the grace of God and we're so grateful for the trust of the Department of Social Welfare and Development. And so that was something that we continue to celebrate until today. But on a national level, it also was quite a remarkable year. It's the latter part of last year, you probably heard a lot about the new Domestic Administrative Adoption and Alternative Child Care Act. Um, we were following it through, you know, as it was in the Senate, through various hearings, and then eventually 
it was received by the office of the president on December 7th of last year. And on January 6th of this year, it was signed and is now the new domestic administrative adoption law, which was really written to streamline the adoption process, which means that now there will no longer be a judicial process and hopefully means that adoptions will be much simpler, much quicker. And our hope is that this would encourage more and more families to adopt. And so the adoption community at large was celebrating this. We continue to celebrate this new law and the establishment of the National Authority for Child Care, or the NAC, which is going to now oversee adoption and foster care in our nation. But, you know, as we entered into 2022 and as we were preparing for this night of gratitude, I received the very special gift. Um, it was actually this mug, which I received from a friend of mine. She sent me this very special gift, and on it is the verse, Micah 6, 8. And this mug reads, do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with your God. And I was so moved when I received this. Um, I was actually quite emotional reading this verse, and I felt like it really encapsulated what Rohe Foundation is called to do in this next year and just agree so much with the heart behind Rohe Foundation's work. You know, the word justice was something that I don't think I fully understood. I was thinking a lot about that word, and so I decided to do a little bit of research around it because I realized that my view of the word justice was very narrow. I couldn't relate to that. And when the Bible tells us to do justice, I thought, that I'm not sure I understand what that means for me. Definitely not until I entered this line of work. But justice actually is derived from the Hebrew word mishpat. And there are two types of mishpat. There's justice, which is retributive. And retributive justice is probably the type of justice I initially had in mind. It's when somebody does something wrong, justice needs to be served. There are consequences. There are penalties for somebody that does something that they should not have done. That's probably why I always thought that justice was for the justice system, for lawyers and judges. And that was for them. I didn't see the role I had to play in doing justice and seeking justice on earth. But there's actually another type of justice. The second type is restorative justice. And restorative justice is something that goes beyond charity. Restorative justice is actually defined as advocating and changing the social structures that exist in order to prevent injustice. As I was studying that, I thought, that's exactly what we hope to do. That's why we advocate for the orphan. That's why we advocate for adoption as one of the responses to the orphan crisis. That's why we advocate for more foster families. That's why we advocate for the pregnant women in crisis who need help in the most vulnerable of circumstances that they find themselves in. That's really what justice is. And that's when I realized why and how we all have a part to play in seeking justice. That actually, because we're children of God, we bear his image. And because he is a just God, because we come to him to seek justice, we too have a role to play here on earth in seeking justice, in doing justice, in helping address some of the inequalities in our world and helping fight for those who don't have a voice, for the orphan who can't speak for himself or herself. We must fight for them. We must be their voice. We cannot stop until every orphan has a family. That's what seeking justice can look like for us. That's what seeking justice looks like for us at Rohe Foundation. And so I want to encourage you to also think about that definition of justice, restorative justice, 
what that could mean for you, whether it's, you know, in the context of our work at Rohi Foundation or in the context of your own life and the things that you care about and the things that God puts on your heart. Have you ever thought about what kind of parent or partner you want to be? Or what kind of family you'd want to have? Tara, together with my spouse, Tammy. Together with my husband, Dennis. Pag-usapan natin yan. And let's grow together as parents and partners on, on our, our Parenthood, Parenthood podcast. podcast. In this podcast, we'll talk about principles and practical tips on marriage, parenting, and family life. Listen to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. Now back to the episode. The second part of that verse is love kindness. And kindness is a powerful thing. You know, we've seen the power of kindness at work in our Pregnant Women in Crisis program. Uh, some of you might know we have a Facebook page called Tulong Kay Nanay. And that page was set up so that women who are pregnant and in vulnerable circumstances, many of them are on Facebook. They're looking for illegal adoption groups. They're looking for somebody to help them and pull them out of their desperate circumstances. And they don't usually find people who are genuinely concerned about them and who are willing to show them kindness. But that's why we set up the Tulong Kay Nanay Facebook page. And through that Facebook page, we've gotten to meet many women who first came to us sharing that they were in desperate circumstances that they didn't think that they were capable or they didn't even think they were willing of raising the children that they that they were carrying in their womb. And, you know, through the kindness, the compassion, the love shown by our social workers, by our counselors, what we've seen is that that kindness had the power to soften their hearts, you know, through the kind acts of helping their needs be met, helping get them to an ultrasound, a checkup, getting them vitamins, um, making sure they have what they need to give birth when they give birth at a, at a clinic, at a lying-in clinic in their community, making sure they have the very basic needs. That kindness has moved many of them to reconsider their initial plans of surrendering their child. And with that kindness, we were able to preserve a family. That's how powerful kindness can be. Lastly, the last part of that verse is to walk humbly with your God. And I couldn't think of anything more appropriate for us at Rohe Foundation. There's nothing we desire more than to be able to walk into this year humbly. We're so humbled, actually, that we were granted this license that I mentioned, the license to be a child placement agency in our nation. We know that it is a great privilege walking alongside organizations who have been doing this for decades and decades. We're so excited to learn from them. We're so excited to learn from the Department of Social Welfare and Development. And we're so excited to take part in locking arms with them and seeing more families open up their hearts to adoption, to fostering, to responding and advocating for the orphan. And so our hope is that you know, you would continue to reflect on this verse, Micah 6, 8. And, you know, it might it mean so much to us, but we hope that for you on a personal level, you would also be able to hear what God's speaking to you about that verse. And so as we walk into 2022 together, I just want to thank you for the last year. And um, thank you for taking this time with me to just look back on a remarkable 2021. You joining us tonight is a reminder to all of us, a confirmation to all of us that we're in this together. We hope that 2022 would be an exciting year, that many children would be adopted into families, that many families would be preserved, that women in vulnerable circumstances would find the courage to actually mother their children. 
and that the children who are waiting in children's homes today, that their wait would come to an end, that families would step out, would open their hearts, would open their homes to adoption and foster care. So we're looking forward to another remarkable year with you. And here's to a great 2022. Thank you, Karina. That was just an amazing message. And I think we can really see all together that there's so much to pray for as we go on a new journey together uh, as a child placement agency. So we were able to do so much, but there's so much more that we can do. And just keeping this message in mind as we go along. And we do want to emphasize that addressing this orphan crisis goes beyond a single foundation. It goes beyond our community or even um, our license as a child-facing agency. It's a whole community that believes in, that celebrates adoption and foster care and just building families through that. In the next segment, we're going to have prayers from some of the people in our community. So I hope that we can all put our hearts into a state of gratitude as we join the prayers of our community. Let's just pray right now. Lord, thank you, God, for this calling that you've given us, Lord. The calling that comes uh, through the gospel, Lord. We ourselves were adopted, God. Now we are called sons and daughters of God, heirs to the promise. Mm. And there are a lot of children right now, God, who don't have a home. And you have called us, Lord, as believers, as sons and daughters of yours, Lord, to open up our homes, to uh, be foster uh, parents. And maybe many of us will adopt uh, these children who don't have a home. We see it as an opportunity to see your glory, to see God's glory, to see your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And thank you, Lord, for using us, God, for such a time as this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And yes, Lord, I agree with that prayer. And Father, right now, we just want to thank you for the families who have responded to the call, who have said yes to adoption, yes, to foster care. And Father, you said in your word that it is you who gives us the grace to will and to act according to your good purpose. And Father, this is your good purpose to, to uh, adopt and to take care of the orphans, to foster the orphans. It may not be easy, but Father, um, those who are even just starting, God, we just pray for open doors that it will just be miraculously smooth, that everything will be taken care of. With you, nothing is impossible. God, when we share our testimony, when we share our adoption story, people We'll see the beauty of it. We'll see the grace of God, the, your hand upon us, God, and they will be encouraged and they will see, oh, I want that too. And Father, thank you that you protect our home, that you protect our family, God, from any threat of the enemy because we are yours and this is your will for us to care for the orphans. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I pray for more homes to open up and I pray for more churches to open up their yes, places, Lord. Uh, help them realize that aging out kids still need homes, they need families. I pray that the families and the churches might realize that they can help these kids. They can be a big uh, part of the lives of the kids. They realize that 
these are kids who still need families and homes. I pray for that they won't be scared to remove the fear and help them realize that they can do something, no matter how big or how small the church is. I pray, Lord, for more open homes, more open families, and more open churches. For you to speak to the leaders of the churches that they might heed the call and they might be a part of this ministry too, as well. These things I ask in your name, I pray. Father, we come before you today. I'm reminded, Lord, of what you said in your word that you place the lonely in, in the families. And Lord, today as we pray, there are so many kids out there, specifically, Lord, aged out kids, Lord, when they have basically lost hope of getting adopted, of getting fostered, Lord, today. We bring them to our minds. Speak to every heart, every parent, everyone listening, Lord, today, who are praying with us. We pray for every age-out child, Lord, who are desperate in, in institutions, who are desperate in places, Lord, Lord, that you would give them hope that comes only from you. We pray that you would allow them, Lord, to know that your plans for them go way beyond what they could ever ask or think. We pray for more counselors and families and organizations that will, will respond, Lord, to the need, Lord, and the possibility, and most of all, the opportunity to really make a difference in the life of someone else. And so, Father, we pray that you would help us and help them and other more people to open up their hearts and lives and homes to them. I pray these things in your name we pray. Amen. The Bible says in Psalm 68, verse 6, A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. God wants the lonely to be part of families. And so for you who are adoptive families and families who do foster caring, allow me to offer this special prayer for tonight. Lord God Almighty, who loves all people and want the lonely to be part and belong to a family, that they may experience your love, your care, your acceptance. I pray for all and every adoptive and foster family, especially the parents in this community, to receive a special grace of wisdom and provision from you as they raise their children. Lord, I pray that these families become surrounded by communities or even extended families that welcome and accept the idea of adoption and foster care and celebrate adoption and foster care. Lord, I pray that these families will overcome any challenges with the administrative processes of adoption or fostering. Lord, I thank you in advance that because it is you and it is your character to love and to welcome and to put in loving families all those who are lonely, that you will hear this prayer and that your blessing will be abundant and an overflow to every and all adoptive and foster better. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Father, I come to you, Lord, and we to lift up to you all the child caring agencies here in the Philippines. Father, I pray, Lord, for the staff, for the directors, for the nurses, for the um, house parents, child carers, oh Lord. I pray, Father God, that uh, they will have strength 
that, Lord, what they're doing, Lord, they will experience joy in you because it is you that put compassion in their hearts to care for the abundant children, the orphan, and the vulnerable. And Father, I also pray, hallelujah, for the children, provision for all the children, Lord. Thank you that their needs are being met physically, Lord, by their clothing, food, and shelter. Thank you that you are the father to the fatherless. And thank you that you defend them, defend the orphans, the abundant, and the vulnerable. I give you praise, Lord, and give you glory for this day. And that you remember all the workers, Lord, the child caring agencies. Give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to extend your love to the orphan and to the abandoned children. Um, Lord, may these children experience your love through us, through us as Christians. Lord, may they see how big and how amazing you are as a father. I pray that their needs are met and that you will continue to provide, to protect, and to take care of them. I pray also that as Christians, we may continue to understand what being adopted in your kingdom really means. And that through that, we will be able to extend your unconditional love to these children. May you give us the compassion and the burden to reach out and stand for them. I pray that you give us ways or creativity on how we can be, be of help to these children. Also, Lord, may you open our eyes to see what you see. I pray that more and more Christians participate in this calling. Yes, and that we may continue to have a heart like yours, to adopt, to love these children. I pray, Lord, that these children may experience your love as a father, as their father, as the same way as we experience it. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, Lord, we declare James 1.27 that religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained from the world. Lord, we lift up the church, Christians, Lord, uh, to take the mantle, God, of the calling that you have given us. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord, to preach the gospel. Yes, to advance your kingdom. But, Lord, to take care of the orphans and the widows as well, Lord. That you are a father, God, to the fatherless. Mm-hmm. You are the protector of widows, God. And, uh, Lord, as a church, that we will see the need being adopted as well by you, uh, God the Father, that we will spread the message of the gospel, mm. God, through the action of adoption, through advocating, Lord, through raising awareness. Lord, I pray, God, for even more Christian parents, God, to rise up this year, regardless if they have children or not. Lord, this is not a question of having children in the family or not, but this is a question of what you have called us to do as your people. And that is, Lord, to adopt and, Lord, to be there for the orphans. Lord, we thank you, God, for your grace and Holy Spirit that you're going to be ministering to us. You're going to be ministering to, to the people, God, so that their spiritual eyes will see the need for orphans, God, to have a home. And so that we will have the grace, God, and the provision that only comes from you, Lord, to take up this mantle and this responsibility and this call. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Father God, I also want to pray, Lord, for the adoption advocates, whether those are children that were adopted, Lord, parents that have adopted students, Lord, passionate about adoption. I pray that you will use these people to change the negative stigma about adoption in our nation. I pray that they will be bold to speak up 
about the beauty of adoption. God, I also pray, Lord, for those who have a heart for adoption but don't quite understand yet how to respond to the orphan crisis. I pray, Lord, that you will just shed light, Lord, and plant that seed within them as to what they need to do with that passion towards adoption. Let me also pray for kids that were adopted but don't know quite yet how to respond to the orphan crisis. I pray that you'll use their voices to speak up, that they will not be ashamed. I cancel out any lie of the enemy that being adopted is something to be ashamed about or something to hide, Father God. I pray that you will just replace it with boldness, that they will advocate, they will share their testimonies of how amazing it is to be in a family. I also pray that um, if there's students here tonight or the next generation that I know that they have the passion towards adoption but don't know how to respond to it, I pray that you will um, give them opportunities to volunteer. If they have special skills that they can contribute to advocate for adoption, I pray that you will equip them. Thank you, Lord, for being the first example of adoption. This you pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello everyone, this is Pastor Kathy from Cornerstone Community Church and Philippines Without Orphans. Join me in this prayer today as we celebrate this breakthrough that Rohe Foundation has received. Lord, we thank you that you have a big heart, Lord, for everyone and that in that heart there is a special place for children, especially for orphans. Lord, we pray that you also expand our hearts so that we can love and care like you do. We thank you, Lord. As we celebrate how you raised up Rohe Foundation to be an extension of your heart and your arms, not just to embrace children, but to assist them, to assist in placing them into their permanent families. Lord, we rejoice for this authority and appointment that you have given, that you have placed over Rohe. We pray, Father, that you raise up more workers and faithful volunteers for Rohe as they try to keep advancing your kingdom here on earth, Lord, as it is in heaven. Lord, we pray for divine connections for this organization that shall help us protect and provide for the orphans. We pray for every provision, Lord, provision for every need that they will have. We pray, Lord, for wisdom that comes from heaven for its leaders, Lord, especially special headship protection for each one of them and favor to go before them wherever they go. Lord, we pray that you continue to challenge our hearts to respond, to look after orphans for your glory and yours alone. We rejoice, Lord, for this breakthrough. We thank you, Lord, for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness, for everything that you have done for Rohe, what you are doing and what you will continue to do. Lord, we bless you and as we bless Rohe Foundation, we pray, Lord, that it continue to advance your kingdom. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and the praise as we celebrate, Lord, this breakthrough in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And everybody say, Amen and Amen. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that, that very precious time of prayer. We just want to re-emphasize how incredibly grateful we are for having you journey with us, not just on this podcast, but 
For those of you who have been journeying with Ruhi Foundation by advocating with us, by supporting us, by giving towards our work, we just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for an incredible 2021. We had such a wonderful year with you and journeying with us to becoming a child placement agency. We're just overjoyed and we couldn't think of a better way to kickstart our year together and a new season of our podcast together. So we hope that this triggered you, this helped you figure out some ways that you can continue to pray um, about some of the things that are happening around the issues surrounding orphan children, not just in the Philippines, but all over the world. A lot of those things hold true, you know, children aging out and stuff like that. And so we hope you would continue to hold the ropes in prayer. And I hope that this helped you kind of think of some ways that you might be able to respond. Um, outside of praying, you can always volunteer. You can partner with us. You can give towards our work. And of course, you can consider adopting and fostering. Being a child placement agency, we're now very excited to say that we can actually help get you started on that journey. If you are a resident of the National Capital Region or NCR in the Philippines, we can get you registered this year. You can set up a consult with us right after you hear this, and we would love to get you started on that journey. So please don't hesitate. We believe that the call to, to be a family that opens your home to some of these orphan children, it's it's urgent. They've been waiting. And if you've been on the fence about it and you just need somebody to talk to or you want to get some clarity about some of the things that's going on in your heart or some of the questions that you might have about it, please do set up a consult with us. You can do that through our website, rohifoundation.org. And we can't wait to hear from you. So again, I hope you enjoyed this very precious time of Thanksgiving and prayer as we just came together for a time of gratitude as we kickstart 2022. So here's to a great 2022 together. We hope that you continue to journey with us on this podcast coming your way in the next couple of weeks, many more announcements and a lot more information on how you can get started on your adoption and foster care journey with us at Rohe Foundation. That's it for me now. Thanks guys. I hope you had fun listening. Bye. was the Family is the Answer podcast by Rohe Foundation and powered by Podcast Network Asia. If you're interested to know more about adoption and foster care, visit our website at rohefoundation.org where you can find articles, videos, and other resources. You can also find us on social media. We're Rohe Foundation on Instagram and Facebook. Again, thanks for listening and I hope to catch you at our next episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.